this is Faza Speaks, allowing love and light to transform your life. And you're tuning into the Queen I Am series. It is my social obligation to create change that make mountains move. Before we jump in, can we start off with a word of prayer and honoring God? Thank you, God, for the opportunity and your anointing for your appointment to share your message. Help me, sweet Jesus, to be transparent, deliberate, and encouraging. Lord, if there's anything in my spirit that is not of you, I ask that you decrease me and increase your spirit so that your message will not go on deaf ears, but reach the very depths of the broken spirit to men heal and reveal your everlasting love and power. God, just have your way and give your daughters their rightful place at the throne of grace. So give them the motivation to dust off their crowns and take their place as queens. We believe and we receive your message today. Amen. Hi, queens. I I apologize in advance. That has taken me a minute to upload this next podcast. It's long overdue, but do it is indeed. So today's message is queens. It's time to gather up the crumbs. So we are gathering crumbs today. And our message is taking place from the book of Matthew in the New King James Version. Matthew 15, 21 to 28. You can read all of it on your own, but I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit about what's going on. Uh, God has been doing his amazing work And we are getting closer and closer to God's greatest sacrifice for dying on the cross to us. But he is in his healing. And, you know, I I just want to say that he is he is on his uh, blessing tour. In fact, Queens, there's so much to unpack in this message and how God gets his glory. It always spills over into a blessing. Let me change it. I changed this message several times where um, we were going with this. And God finally revealed, tell your queens that deliverance of their loved ones begins with their faith. And it begins with my faith too. And sometimes we we work so hard and we get discouraged because we, we want that mom or that dad or that loved one or that child to go in a different direction of their life. And... They aren't, and it gets frustrating. I know that there's someone out there, and you've been praying for the door of deliverance, and it seems locked. But queens, we serve a turnaround God, a God who can make the dead thing live, make what can overcome you feeling like you're drowning or dried up. He can revive your spirit and revive parts of you that you called unworthy or broken down and lost god can change it he can make you worthy change and found so within this text jesus has begun making his rounds healing people performing miracles all over from city to city if we wanted to put this in modern day terms jesus was on tour he was on the are you ready for a miracle tour And like always, people were shouting and trying to grab him as he's walking into the city. And um, he was about to give his message to the multitude and his team, his disciples, or maybe we want to say his bodyguards or tour managers 
We're just trying to like back away the crowds and, you know, make sure that Jesus gets to this multitude so he could do his thing. But on the way there, this woman shouts out and she's trying to get some healing from him. She's trying to get his autograph. She needs for Jesus to grant her VIP access to his miracles. But it's not for her. It's for her daughter. So she starts calling out and calling out. And Jesus doesn't say a word. Let's go back to the scripture. Because I, I felt like at this point, Jesus was getting a little Hollywood on us. So I was struggling with this verse. Then I had to evaluate my life. The things that I was praying for and God didn't grant, I was getting discouraged and a little confused. But when God wants to take us to another level, he exceeds our expectations. And he needs for us to do the same. Meaning that sometimes, saints, in order for us to get blessed, we have to do something different. And that different is not always comfortable. We have to increase our prayer life. And we have to read the word of God a little bit longer. And we have to cut out distractions that can change our mind about what we expect from God and what he expects from you. But see, I like her because she was a for real fan. You know, the like the kind that Beyonce has. Beyonce has some real fans. I love Beyonce personally. I think she's one of the hardest working entertainers in, um, in our world today. But Beyonce has the beehive. The beehive is a strong Beyonce fan base. They know her songs. They keep up on what's going on in her life. And most importantly, they are quick to defend her talent, her ability, and the power that Beyonce has on stage. But that's how God needs us to feel about him. He desires us to know his word, sing his praises, defend his name, and imitate his likeness by showing compassion to others. And most importantly, believe and have faith in his power. He wants us to exude him. You know, this woman knew about his power and because she knew about his power and she believed in him, she decided I'm going to go into a different place of the world. I'm going to find him on this tour and I'm going to let him know what I need from him. So in verse 22, we say, we hear, and behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. You may feel like God has written you off in your prayers and somehow they've landed on deaf ears or their child has gone on their own path and you need them to make this change. You see them going down this wrong road of destruction and you, you don't want it to to go down like that. Maybe it's a family friend who is strung out and addicted to drugs. Don't give up. Don't give up on them. Maybe it's a young person who didn't finish school and you were determined for them. You're a parent. You were determined for them to finish school. Maybe it's a class that you just said, you know, I'm, I'm not right for this. Uh, you know, I can't handle school. Maybe school is not for me. Or maybe it's your life passion or dream. Don't give up. Keep calling out to Jesus. Keep reading your word. Keep praying for them. Keep praying for that dream. Keep believing on God. Saints, God could have 
God could be using their testimony or your struggle to see how you respond to the needs of people calling out. Some of you already know. I had one of those. I have a praying mother and I had a praying grandmother. And if it wasn't for the praying mother in the church or the coworker that was constantly sharing the word with you, keep sharing the bread of life. Keep giving them the sword, which is the word of God. Keep planting seed. It's not your job to see it grow. It's not your job to even bring it into fruition. That's God's job. Allow it to be put into a metaphor. Maybe this is something you can understand. Last night, before we got to this morning, some of you were preparing for tomorrow. You may have picked out a particular outfit, you watched the weather channel, you planned for a meeting, you scheduled a doctor's appointment, you needed to finish an assignment. You say, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. And you didn't finish it because you were counting on tomorrow. Oh, I'll call that person back tomorrow. Let me check. Um, let me, I'll just check on this. Um, I'll just finish this activity tomorrow. Well, guess what? The God that created this universe, this universe, the God who created time itself, he is the one who created tomorrow. And you can't have a tomorrow until you serve him today. You have no power in you waking up this morning. God took care of all that. He made sure you had a tomorrow, which is today. He made sure that you were able to get up this morning, but you got to make sure that your planning includes him. God wants to be included, you know, in your planning. And sometimes when you allow him to be included in your planning, he might just give you a different plan altogether. And that's okay because we know that when we trust in God, when we start off our day with the word of God, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul, spirits, and joints and marrow, and a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our hearts. We want to be able to understand that we have to start our day, and if we want to recognize God for a change in our life, if we're counting on him to do something different, we definitely have to depend on his power and grace. And this woman recognized God's power. She heard of God's grace. She knew that he was a miracle worker, and that's all she had to go on, and that's all she needed was her faith. Sometimes, queen, seeking God out of de desperation can mean it can cause some deterioration and some other things that's stealing your focus, that's stealing your joy, causing pain or separating you from God. And this is the thing on verse 23. But he answered her not a word. Now in verse 23, I, I was so confused right here. Why wouldn't God answer her? She called out to him. She acknowledged his power. She had the faith. So why didn't God grant her what she needed from him? right then and there. God knew what she was asking for. She had enough faith to understand that God could turn this whole situation around. So why didn't he? Why wouldn't you allow um, me to be heard, Lord? Why, why didn't you come in the nick of time and save that lone woman so they wouldn't die? Why wouldn't you allow me um, to go through this pain? Why would you allow me to get fired, Lord? What? Why? Why did I get hurt like this? 
this woman found herself at a crossroads. She had to make a decision. The decision that she had to make was that she was praying for a long time. She knew that God could do it, but she didn't understand why he wasn't following through. What did I do wrong, Lord? Am, am I not worthy of your, of who you are? Am I not worthy of your blessings? God, why didn't you turn this around? This is when we are meet at the crossroads. Queens, we have a choice. And the choices she had to make, and, and we often fail at this. I fail at this sometimes. And when we fail at missing out on the choice, we also miss out on our blessings. I believe that God wanted us, God wanted us to see him and he wanted us to get a message out of our rejection. He wanted us to see if you were going to reject him because he didn't bless you in your time. Or are you going to keep on praising him, serving him, screaming out for him to help you? Are you going to give up on God? That's often a question that a lot of us face, especially when we're going through. God, I, I know that you were there and, and, and I remember how you brought me through, but did I run out of blessings? I mean... Lord, you know my rent is due. You know my mortgage is due. Lord, you know I really needed that job so I, I can help out my family. Lord, you knew I, I needed that turnaround. Lord, I thought that he was supposed to be for me, and you didn't bless this relationship. God, I just knew that if I studied so hard that I would pass this exam, I would get the score I needed to go to the next level in life. I would get that promotion. And God didn't say one word. Even if the Christian folks or the safe folks gossip about you and reject you, are you supposed to leave the church? Are you supposed to stop serving him? Are you supposed to do what they do when the haters come after you? Are you supposed to return them with the same type of hate? Too often we give in. And we give up on ourselves. We give up on God. And we resort to our old lifestyle patterns. Because the church work or the leadership, you know, turn you away. Or they went wayward and you don't like what they're doing. Stop looking at folks because people are people. And we are all covered by grace. We're all covered by grace, and grace is God's, God's blessing to us. Grace is undeserved, unearned, unmerited, unworthy. Doesn't matter how long you've been doing good. Doesn't matter how many times you spend. Doesn't matter how much you turn down um, smoking or how much you turn down going out and hanging out at parties and twerking and acting crazy. It doesn't matter because you're already covered by grace. Now, God wants us to follow his will and do what we're supposed to do. But the bottom line is, saints, that we have to keep on seeking him. We have to still try to live like God. We have to seek him long enough and hard enough. And guess what? He will answer. He will unlock some things. And even when 
the saints tell you to go away? Look what happened in verse 23. And his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away for she cries out after us. Now this was, you know, they were like, oh, oh, she's just another faker or she's just another groupie chick or neighborhood chick. You know, don't worry about her. Oh, they're lost. Oh, they're beyond repair. Do you know how long they've been on crack? Do you know how long they've been in, you know, addicted to drugs or addicted to sex or addicted to an abusive relationship? But in verse 24, but he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep for the house of Israel. When God finally speaks, he reminds us that he will go after the one. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you that one? Were you that one? Are you lost in trying to muddle your way through finding your way? Have you been lost in a broken situation? In a broken relationship that was filled with lies and deceits that keeps you from experiencing the joy of the Lord? Are you lost in your head and can't see the sun? You're just so tired and weary. You just want to give up. God is saying, I am here for you. I'm your shepherd. I'm your God. I'm your heavenly father. Even when mother and father forsake us, God is here. He says, you know, when you are in a rush and sometimes you're late for work, and you lost your keys, what do you start doing? You start flipping couches and pillows and looking under and over and behind everything. Some people even look in nasty trash cans until they find what they are looking for and they will not stop until they get what they need. Well, that's God. Hallelujah. He never gives up on us. He never gives up on us. I can say that with boldness and authority. Thank you, God, for never giving up on me. Thank you, God, for always caring and loving me. Thank you, Jesus. He never gives up on us. Never. Hallelujah. Queens, never. Queens, are there any moms out there? Or maybe there's some of you that's been, you know, caring for a little child in a clothing store. And you lost that child in the midst of clothing. They just wandered off like children do. And you begin searching and searching and calling out and calling out. And you start moving things out of the way to find that baby. Well, that's God. He keeps on searching until he has you right under his full protection. Thank you, God. We are important. God reminds us that if he cares about the birds and they don't have to care about what they eat or where they should lay their head, aren't we more important than that? And what does she do in verse 25? Then she came and she worshiped him. And she said, Lord, help me. She came and she worshiped him. Then called out, Lord, help me. Are you calling out? I would like to swipe out the O in worship and make it a A for worship. She decided I am going to war for my family in need. I'm going to fight back and take back what the enemy stole. I'm going to fight for my daughter. I'm going to fight for my son. I'm going to fight for my mother or my father. You can't have my child. You can't steal my joy. Then she was fighting. And then she looked out and she said, Oh Lord, if you could just help me, sweet Jesus, if you could just help me fight and win this battle, I know I can win with you. And in verse 26, he said, but he answered and said, is it not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs? When you have faith and you're standing in for your loved one, this blessing or this bread 
It's supposed to be on the behalf of your child. Ask anyway. God wants you to come to us and come to the throne boldly. You can stand in faith and pray your loved one through any situation. I am a witness to that. Thank you, Jesus. You can pray your loved one through any situation. Isn't it something how God allows our prayers to be heard when we are praying for others? Do you have the faith that make mountains move? Have you the faith enough for the loved one to say, I know that my faith is great, great enough and it's bigger than the small of a mustard seed. I believe that. And when I call on him, I know Lord is going to answer. So Jesus says to her, because of your unbelief, surely I say unto you, if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. God is saying that in Matthew 17, 20. And he said to this young lady, he said, she said, yes, Lord. Meaning she acknowledged, I hear you, Lord. <laughs> and yet even the little dogs <laughs> eat from the crumbs which falls from their master's tables. So she was saying, I know what you're saying and I have the faith. I'm ready to capture and catch and gather all the crumbs up, Lord, from the table. I'm ready. And she began to praying and, and worshiping. And this mother understood God's power. So she said, okay, you, you just going to give me the crumbs. Okay, I'm going to gather them up. I'm going to gather your word up. I'm going to gather the praise up. I'm going to get some saints together. I'm going to come into intercession for my child. I'm going to come and intercede in something that is stopping from my blessing, Lord Jesus she understood in the healing. She understood that if I just get one drop, just one crumb, healing is possible. If the little dogs can do it, so can I. I know I can gather some crumbs together and receive the blessing. She initiated the praise. She shouted out in her need. She understood the power of God. She delighted him in her faith. In verse 28, then Jesus said, oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that hour. Is your faith and is your worship like this lady? It was her tenacity that stuck out. It was, it was, I know if I got to pray a little bit longer, even this mere crumb that fell off the table of grace, I'm going to take it. I'm going to gather this faith up. I'm going to gather the crumbs to create this full breakthrough and this full blessing of healing. I'm, I'm going to gather it up. I'm going to be um, I'm going to allow my actions to be diligent and seek after him and allow God to just keep continue. Cause he said the desire, her desire was answered because of her heart. Her daughter was healed in that exact hour through her praise. Won't he do it? Your little may be more than enough. God wants to feed your feed you the entire loaf. He doesn't want you to stand back. He wants you to gather the crumbs. He wants you to gather just a piece of mustard seed, just a, just a little crumb. You know what? I love leftovers. You know what leftovers mean in God's way? That means that when your grandmother was praying for you and she was praising God and worshiping from her loaf of worship, some of her crumbs fell off and landed on you and blessed you. Thank you, God. You're a you are right now. You're living off the crumbs of your grandmother and your mother. And God said, get your own bread. 
He brings you life and he wants you to have it more abundantly. So thank God in advance for generational crumbs. Thank you, Lord, for generational crumbs. Thank God in advance. That thank you for finding us and leading us out of those messy situations. And thank you for taking the possessed ones and the, the thrown out ones and the ones that people have given out, the thrown out ones that people have said, oh, they're not going to turn around. They're not going to change. They're not going to start serving God. They can't be saved. God is saying, bring them here. Pray for them. Keep on bowing down to me. Keep on reading your word. Keep on being diligent. I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to make them start calling out to the name of Jesus. I'm going to release them from those demons. I'm going to release them from that, that debt. I'm going to release them from that pain. I'm going to release them from that cancer. I'm going to release them from that burden, a financial burden. I'm going to release them from that worry. I'm going to release them from that suicidal thought. I'm going to release them and bless them. And bless them not later, but now in the very hour. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for being consistent. Thank you, Lord, for granting us our wishes and the desires of our heart only if we seek you, Lord. And he's right there. Don't think that the deaf ears or the, the wickedness of the saints sometimes when they turn and they say the wrong things, God bless them anyway. But when they say the wrong things and they discourage you, keep on going to that church. Where would you want to wear? God just wants you to go into the open doors. He just wants you to call him. You don't have to know how to pray thou and thee and all that. Just say, call him out. Say, Lord, I heard of your power and I heard of your greatness and I want some of that. I want some of what you have to offer. I want those crumbs and I will gather each and every one. And I don't take for granted what I'm saying because I know you hear me and I know that you love me. And remember again, God never fails. Take solace in that God never fails and allow him to gather in your life and do that exceeding and abundant things that he can do in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping us to gather the crumbs in your name. Amen. This is our bow down moment where we are trading tears for tiaras, stories of overcoming. It's time to be celebrated. Whether it's someone in pop culture, family, sister friends, or even strangers, we honor you. Today, I want to give a special shout out to 14-year-old Marseille Martin, the youngest executive producer in Hollywood. She stars in the ABC hit family series, Blackish. And she just produced a movie called Little, which is an adaptation of the 1980s movie Big. This young lady is a young Shiro, and we want to celebrate her for paving the way for brown girls everywhere. So thank you for just being a great role model. Thank you for seeing the need and necessity to have a reflection of yourself everywhere on the big screens. And just keep on doing big things in little places. So we honor you today and thank you, Miss Martin. And we're going to recap today's message. Do you have faith to call out for deliverance for yourself or for your loved ones? Are you writing someone off because of their lifestyle? Or, are you, or do you have the boldness to pray for them and call out to Jesus and try to go to war for them? Will you make your choice to continue to praise and honor God even when you don't see a change? 
Will you continue to further seek him just so you can see the return? Or are you going to just return to your old lifestyle and give up? I want to encourage you, continue to praise him, continue to seek after him and call his name. I just want to thank you, Queen, so much. Queens, we're coming to the end of our broadcast and you must begin to believe in the power of God. And don't move until the crumbs fall off the table and you see your breakthrough. So keep on praying for deliverance. Keep on asking God to grant you the desires of your heart. Stay tuned for our next podcast. And thank you for taking this journey of healing with me. Fellow queens, please follow me on Instagram at Speaks. Or email me at phasetspeaks at gmail.com and let me hear what great things God has done when you shout in advance and trust him. Talking about the queen I am, talking about the queen I am, talking about the queen I am.